when it comes to selling your home at Go Green Property, our aim is to get you the best possible results. And how do we do this? Simple, by giving you the best possible advice. From expert insights on preparing your home for selling to sharing our advice on the local property market. At Go Green Property, it's our job to achieve the best possible price as quickly as possible. Sell your home with Go Green Property. Call Glasgow 374-0409. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get your home ready for the market with help from their team of experts. Let's go! Scottish Cup fifth round weekend starts tonight at the tail of the bank Morton against the 91 winners Motherwell we've got winners with us tonight a man with five Scottish Cup winners medals another one with two and someone else has got one there's eight here in the building I might tell you why later Barry Ferguson five Cup winners medals would you swap a medal in the cup for your old club Rangers if you were guaranteed the title this year <laughs> I knew you were going to ask some I didn't think I would question. ask that but yeah and Peter I'm going to ask you the same I can give you the answer right away Okay. take the league win the league yeah. I want to win the cup of course but take the league 100% Barry what would you do? yeah listen that's your bread and butter Paul at the start the first day of pre-season when you have have that first team meeting the key is, or the, the drive and the motivation is to win your, your league title. And then, obviously, you look at the Scottish Cup and the League Cup as major bonuses, but the league title all day long for me. Peter? 100%. Yeah. You, you never... I mean, I always used to have a dream about the Scottish Cup, you know, last day of the season, yeah. sunshine and all these sort of things as a kid growing up. You know, you know what Cup final day was yeah. like because England and Scotland, you seen it for early in the morning, you were sitting in front of the television for nine o'clock in the morning right through it That's finished. Right. It was brilliant. And you always had a dream of playing that, you know, unfortunately enough that happened. But as I say, to win a league over the campaign and the, the good times and bad times through that campaign, to come out with a winner's hat on is the most important thing and the prize that goes along with it. It's going to be some weekend, isn't it? Scott Brown brings a United to Rangers. The banter has started already between the two managers and then Celtic, the holders, up against St Mirren on Sunday at 2. Airdrie, Hearts complete the weekend and then it'll be the draw afterwards for the six rounds. Who's going to be there? Then tomorrow, we've got Aberdeen against Bonnie Rig Rose. Inverness, the runners-up last season against Hibs. Kilmarnock against Cove Rangers. Partick Thistle against Livingston. And as we mentioned, 5.30, Rangers against A United. People have been asking, you know, what's the news from both camps at Celtic? Alistair Johnson. Well, it's a fracture, Peter, isn't it? and they're still waiting to find out exactly the results but that was a sore one nobody thought it was on purpose the other night with Triante but it was a, it was a sore one yeah it definitely wasn't on purpose you watch it you, you see the replay the boys are, eyes are on the ball obviously but it's a definite penalty kick unfortunately and I, I laugh at some people you hear guys on the television saying well if it happens in the middle of the pitch you get a free kick well sorry a penalty is a free kick <laughs> I find it's absolutely bizarre when they're saying that yeah. you know I mean it's a stonewall penalty kick but the player didn't try it. Alistair was brave enough to go and flick the ball on the second header as it dropped there. And the boys' eyes, I say, was all on the ball. Unfortunately, Alistair got there first. Let's hear the latest situation about the Canadian fullback. Yeah, we, we're just waiting the result of a scan for him. Um, so it won't be available for the, the weekend, we, we don't think. So, uh, yeah, he just, uh, I think the thing is, he's got a slight fracture over by his uh, side of his head. So. We're just uh, just waiting on that. Seen a few of those, Barry, and it must be tough. It's always a worry when a player's down for four mm. or five minutes. Yeah, that, that that's a concern. But 
Thankfully, he's okay. Obviously, he's, it looks like he's going to have a, a slight fracture on the side of his head. But I'm with Granty. Listen, I was listening to people's opinions. Yeah. It was two defenders committed. Alistair Johnson was first. The Hibs defender was a split second too late. And for me, it's it's a penalty all day long. <laughs> but it's a it's a nasty one. For sure. um, there's no doubt about that. And the medical staff done the right thing. Took their time. And obviously, he got off the pitch and went to hospital and Celtic are going to be missing them now for um, a number of weeks. They sure are. Uh, Yang and O are back, not that they're at the other end of the pitch. What will the Celtic line-up be to him for the game on Sunday? Up front especially. You know, he dropped Kyogo, as we know, and he brought in um, Adam Ida from the start. He got the two goals and the penalties. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? Peter, is there going to be a change, do you think, again? There's a possibility. And I, th I think the thing is now, what you've got to do, Paul, we're at a situation now that you've got to earn your place in the team and stay in it that's what I think I don't think they'll be just chopping and changing for the sake of it you know because you need to run a good performances and victories and I know Brendan listening to him and the boys you can have all the possession you want we're not making the goalkeeper work enough the opposition goalkeeper enough we're going into good areas and we're making the wrong choice and it always keeps opposition, the op opponents in the game you know and Hibs had a few chances the other evening there with the You've seen it at Aberdeen last week, you know, for having so much domination. They weren't in Celtic's box in the first half. But the second and, half. And then the second yeah. half. So we have to start taking their chances with the 70-odd percent possession. You have to do better with it. And the final third has been an issue for that, mm -hmm. you know, because it does put a lot of work on, especially with Celtic defend. They like to leave the two centre-backs in 1v1 situations, but it always gives the opposition hope. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. We're going to speak with Barry and Peter about what happened during the week. But Barry, it's what you expected. You said you thought Rangers would win against Aberdeen and you expected Celtic to beat Hibs. So we're exactly where you thought we would be Monday night. Yep, and look, Rangers totally dominated the game. But listen, you, you, when you go in at half-time, one each, um, that's when you need a, a few characters. And again, I'll go back to what I said, Paul, the difference in the... The stadium in terms of the fans, um, there's no any nervousness round about the stadium. They're right behind the, the players and I think that's filtering on and it's helping the players. And certainly in the second half, look, they deserve to win the game. Todd Cantwell come up with another big moment and he, he started to do that over the last couple of weeks and you need to see that on a more consistent basis because he's certainly got the ability and now it's starting to come through. And he's playing where the manager wants him and where you think's his best position. Yeah, well, position. he's been desperate. Me and Grant have spoke about this many have. times. Yep. He, look, he's played in the left. Um, he's played in the right sometimes. But he's been open that he wants to play in that number 10 position. Now, he's been given that opportunity. And if you're given that opportunity, you need to grab it with, with both hands and starting to affect the game. And that's what he's done, certainly at Easter Road last week. And obviously, Tuesday night against Aberdeen. Well, you've seen it, Barry, at the time when he played in the left-hand side, even in the European games. Even in pre-season, it was so noticeable that he was still thinking he was a number 10. Yeah. Because he was chasing the ball all over the place. And all of a sudden, if you got the ball against Rangers, you just play one pass and then knock it wide. It was 2v1 against the fullback all the time. And it didn't take an instinct to work that yeah. out, that Rangers were going to be under pressure. But it took a Clement to uh, change it. But also yeah. the fact that Todd Cantwell was becoming a left-back if he needed yeah. to play there. Yeah. You've got to get these guys, and that's what they said. And I felt the same with the number nines. They were all playing out of position. And that's where the, the, the problems were coming from Rangers. Uh, Cantwell was playing the wrong position. Yeah. And I'm only saying that because I'd seen them long, long for At a Norwich. long time. Sure. Yeah, but for a yeah. long time. So I'm not just making up and saying, oh, we're guessing that and trying to be critical of the manager. It was fact. 
that is his position. The only position the manager was playing him in was the only position I felt he couldn't play. <laughs> and I see, found that bizarre. See, see the difference the last couple of weeks as well. He's been playing 10, 15 yards further up the pitch. He's in connection with his number nine. And that's where you need him. I, I thought he was too far away. So when he plays further up the pitch, that's where you want Todd Cantwell to affect the game in the final third. And certainly the last couple of weeks. Look, I, I, I'm a big admirer. I think he's certainly got the ability. He just needs to do it week in, week out. Look, I know you can't be the best player every yeah. single week, but certainly over the last few games, he's definitely affected the games. Let's get the squad update for Rangers. Here's the manager. Quite okay. Ben Davis will be in the in the selection again for the first time. Uh, Tom Lawrence not, but it's more like a precaution, like we did with with Ryan Jack in the weekend. So they're coming back, played a lot of minutes, so to give enough recovery that we can build them uh, the next the next weeks in a good way. So Ryan Jack is back in the selection. He's rotating them, Barry, isn't he? Bringing them back, you know, not immediately place them, rest them. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he's obviously got a good relationship now with the physios and the doctors. He's, you need to be careful with guys who have had injuries over the past year or so. Paul, it's, they've been coming back and playing four and five games and then been missing for another four and five. So he's definitely doing the right thing and managing them. He'd done that with Ryan Jack. He was left out during the week. Tom Lawrence came in in that central midfield area. And now he's just mentioned there that Tom Lawrence won't be in the squad. And I've got a feeling that Ryan Jack will come back into that midfield berth beside John Lindstrom Dijon Sterling won't be involved the uh, appeal was rejected here is Philippe Clement ah, you, you don't want to want to lose players but you need to accept decisions like I said after the game uh, referees are there to stick to rules to, to see that uh, the game is, is a good game that there's good quality also for for everybody uh, it's important for managers for players for, for fans that there's clarity um, this situation was not so clear Otherwise, there was also not a VR intervention to, to look at the images. So, okay, the decision is made and, and we need to accept it. There's no other choice. What did you feel about it, Barry? The red card? I've watched it quite a number of times and he's certainly no off the ground, Paul. It does, he does stamp on his, his toe. I think it's just the pace that he's come in. He's, he's a committed player. He's full-blown and I don't think he's been into hurt the Aberdeen player. There's no doubt about that. Mate, I, I think it was harsh. I do. Peter? I think it was a harsh sending off. Yep. Peter? Going with the way they do it now, Paul, it's yep. a red card. Mm. Because he's in very quick, and that, that the boy's very quick anyway. So he's going at a pace. And people say you're out of control then. You know, maybe that's why I got away with quite a lot because <laughs> there was never at that pace. But uh, the thing is, when you get in with your foot and you've not connected with the ball, I feel for him because th- there was absolutely no intent. Mm-hmm. But it's just what you see yeah. now. You're, you're actually saying, yeah. I, I thought the referee done well because it was easy for the referee to turn around and say, no, no. Everybody's moaned about it. Yeah. There must be mm-hmm. question marks over this. To stand by it, and it was the right decision. Even though I thought it was soft, but it was the right decision. Referee tomorrow is the man who was criticised by Rangers and they complained about him, what, a month or so ago? It's Willie Collum. Uh, the manager was asked today how he feels about that tomorrow's referee. I'm happy. To be honest, because when there's a when there's one moment that I would think that the referee is not neutral, then I would to- directly quit my job. So uh, I'm happy that we can leave the past behind us. Then, were you involved in the discussions? No. Would you have liked to have been involved in those discussions with others at the club ahead of that request being made? 
And I think after that he said, yes, I think, or did he at that point? I think so, he said, yeah. I'd rather keep that in-house. All right, OK, Terry. And yeah. then okay. after that, Paul, I think yeah. there was another question asked oh. to him if it happened again. Yeah. It was good to hear the manager saying that, though, Barry, yeah, wasn't I it? no problem with Willie Collum managing yeah. the game tomorrow. Yeah. Look, human, they make mistakes. Listen, um, what the manager said there, I think he's 100% spot on. If you do think, and I'd... Do not think this ever happens in terms of referees. They've yeah. not got a bias against anybody. They yeah. go out and they try and do the best of their ability. Is the refereeing a brilliant standard up here? No, I don't think so. But for one minute, I don't think they go out there and try and um, make mistakes or whatever. It's, they're the only human. It's a, who would want to be a referee? Exactly. Absolutely. And I thought Rangers had moved away from that this season, Barry. It's a much better yeah. atmosphere. The club looks unified. But see, to name a referee and say we don't want him, I think that they're ill advised with that and I'm really pleased the manager said that I mean the referees they're all murder I think he's handled it exceptional well <laughs> yeah. and the one thing I'm a critic of the referees and I think it's happened more because of the VAR yeah. it's of given course. them nowhere sure. to go because remember if they made the errors we'd all be saying in the pub or whatever after yeah. it you know what supporters are like I thought you got that wrong and then you'd see highlights later on sure. you would talk about it No, you say oh, the referee whatever mm. his name was got it wrong now it's far as making the taking the referees' decisions away from them, and now we're talking about this other yeah, thing coming. Yeah. So we'll get into that later. Sure. But yeah. I think it's ridiculous, and I think there's an extra pressure on referees. Um, I never thought the Rangers Celtic one was a penalty. I must yeah. admit, you know, because if we see ones that's happened earlier in the season, you wouldn't have said this. And I'm not just saying it because it's Celtic. I know people will be saying, "Oh, he's only saying that because Peter it's Celtic." Yeah. yeah, of course I didn't. I genuinely yeah. didn't. You know, and there's other situations I've thought it's ridiculous decisions. You know, the ball's coming down and hitting oh, people sure. on an arm yep. when you can't turn. Harps last week, you know, the boys and actually turned in the way. And the referee can't make that decision, you know. They're not murder, of course, but so many fans feel at times that ah, the decision's wrong. And I get that, but then move on. I yeah. bet, Paul, if they were at the game, yeah. they would question that, but then it wouldn't be all over the papers and yeah. showing you in VAR again and making sure the referee, or you're 100% wrong, so the referee, and especially in the west of Scotland, we know sure. what it's like. Mm. It's unfair on them. I talk about it before. Referees in Newcastle, referee games in London, mm. they've not got their families in that living next door to a Celtic sure. or a Rangers supporter, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's not easy, and it can't be easy for their kids in that as well, so I've got 100% sympathy for them, but I think it's unfair on them, the way the situation's up to here. And that's why I said VAR in Scotland, terrible. Yeah. They do a job that most people wouldn't touch. I get it. Barry, what do you reckon? You know, red cards, yellow cards, we get it. We've got VAR now, and now IFAB wants to introduce blue cards. What do you make of this idea which is being trialled? A lot of nonsense. <laughs> That's all I can say. When I seen when I read it, sorry, yeah. this morning, I just shook my head in disbelief. I, I don't know whether the game's going with us. Ten minutes, is it? Ten minutes sin in minute. a sin bin. If you are back chat, I like to, to colour it the cap. That's what I was going to say. That was put me off right away. <laughs> but come on, come on. That's gone too far for me. I'm I'm not having it at all. Here's what Brendan Rogers said. As soon as I seen it, I thought, well, I work in Scotland. They must. I'm sure they better have a green card, <laughs> as well as a blue one, or we might be in trouble. So, uh, so yeah. No, there's just don't complicate it. Just make a decision, whether it's a red, yellow, or no card, and. We don't need a blue card up here, that's for sure. Absolutely, I mean, it's ridiculous. Honestly, got it. Goal line technology, all for that. Everything else, leave it to the referee's discretion. They've always made mistakes. They've always got things right. 
in certain aspects of it. So we know that that's part of the game. That's the part that we love. They've taken the, the biggest thing, he's scoring a goal, they've, they've taken that enjoyment away yeah. already. Mm -hmm. You know, could you imagine a Celtic Rangers match? Somebody goes up and says something to the referee, but not even more so now, because we've got foreign guys now. Mm -hmm. The referee doesn't know what he's saying. Sure. But there's five or six of them shouting at him. So yeah. does he give them all this card? You know what I mean? And put them all off the pitch. It's just complicating uh, exactly. the game. It should be a simple yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, just leave Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And they're talking about Barry, you know that one, yeah. the breakaway, and they talk about the professional foul, mm. you know, because yeah. you're stopping the, the, the play, breaking on you. That's a yellow card anyway. Exactly. If it's a second yellow, he's off the you're pitch off. anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm all for that one in the respect that that should be a straight red if somebody just draws mm. the boot off you. I think there's a tug or whatever and it's sort of well away for the goal you get the yellow card but see somebody draws a boot I don't care if it's an opposition half because that's going to ca cause a bad injury when somebody's in full flight and that's the only thing I've of got course. against that So we've united you two on that one haven't you? You both I just, absolutely When I seen it this morning yeah. I, honestly I just shook my head <laughs> Here's what Philippe Clement said about it um, I understand the, the idea behind I think also that there needs to be something done in, in general towards like uh, contact with referees, how to do it. But the, the thing of taking players out for 10 minutes, I think it will create much more nervousness, much more stress, much more even situations by doing that. Because how long does it take to, to get a player off the pitch? So you will have that situation even more if you have to take a player off. So when does the 10 minutes start? Is it 10 minutes? Playing time, is it 10 minutes uh, really time? So what does team going to do when they have one player less? What does that, uh, what, what is the result for that for the game of football? So uh, I'm totally not a fan of that. I think you start to do uh, another game and we need to watch out to, to not change the game. I think there's a good product with the game of football. And I think it's really important for the game of football to be fluent. The more stops you have, the more moments, dead moments you have, the less good product you have. Exactly, and you've taken it away, the enjoyment from yeah, the fans. Yeah, there's only yeah. five minutes left. Yeah, no. yeah. So there's only five sure. minutes left in the game. Yeah, so what happens? Does that carry on to the next That's game? That's what I'm saying. Do you start the game the next mm. one? A man See, down. if you're abusive yeah. towards the referee yeah. and you've not been booked, you get a yellow card. Sure. See if you're on a yellow yeah. card and you're abusive you're to the off. referee, yeah. you're off. Just keep it like that. <laughs> Plain and simple. Bonkers, isn't it? They want so much control, it's wrong. What do you think? Give us a call. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant with me, Paul Cooney. It's been quite a week. We've had so much good football as well, haven't we? And so much to look forward to the Euros. And now what about the draw for the Nations League? Mm. We came out, um, we're some draw isn't it but it couldn't really be better Croatia Portugal Poland yeah you're just hoping we in terms of Portugal Ronaldo yeah. continues to play with Portugal yeah. Croatia for me one of the best midfielders in the last 10 years by a country mile yeah. Modric love him any players in Dosky yeah Poland. of course so yeah but it's exciting and, and that's the that's the teams you want to play against and hopefully the players that I've just mentioned are going to be part of their national squads. We'd hate it if any of them retired at the end of this season. Because that, that's the worry. Isn't it? I know. That is the worry. After the, the Euros. Yeah. Peter, some draw, isn't it? Magnificent yeah. draw. 
you know, at least we never get Israel because we always seem to get Israel, don't we? Oh, we the yeah. Euro yeah. European draws, it always yeah. seem to be of that. Course. Yeah. And when I seen the names coming out, and I went, yeah. at first I thought, oh, we're Israel again. Yeah. I didn't realise we were in the of same course. Boat. We go, played so often. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So because we'd played them so often. Of so all of a sudden you see this now and you're thinking to yourself, the top quality players are there now. The interesting thing is, are they still at their level? Well, good question. You know, is that why Steve Clark wants them to play? I'm not Aye. talking, because they're not playing mm. as many games now. Ronaldo's over by, sure. you know, all these things. Lewandowski's yeah. getting a lot of criticism in Barcelona. Yeah. Yep. So maybe they're better with these guys playing. I'm not saying Modric, because I still think he's top Aye. quality. He's only 38. But I'm just thinking other guys, they've got quality players. Yep. Portugal and that have got wonderful, players wonderful like a players. a 28-year-old. Absolutely. Isn't he phenomenal? Yeah, he manipulates the ball. He's just, I, honestly, I, he's a guy that I could just yeah, watch. absolutely. 24-7. Just what a wonderful football player he is. And what a job Stevie Clark has done. I mean, the change in the last four or five years in Scottish football it has been phenomenal because we you know, we're decades where we missed out on the major tournaments. But we've had one already. We've got another one this year, Barry, and a real ch- well, I don't forget a real chance, have yeah, we, in that the, one? And but... the key to that is keeping all your top players. Well, yeah. no, keeping, mate, hoping yeah. that all your top players are going to be fit and available. Obviously, Kieran Tierney, I don't know the script over at Real Sociedad, but... Um, he's one that he'll be hang, want to hang his hat on because for me, Kieran Tierney is Scotland's most important player. I've said it many a times. Look, Scotland have got a lot of very good players. Andy Robertson, McGinn, McTominay, Billy Gilmer, I can go on and on and on. But for me, they need to have Kieran Tierney fit and available for that first game against Germany. Yeah, and that's the big thing, isn't it? Germany, what a fantastic opener. Yeah. You know, you're playing in that, involved in that. And the big thing, as we've spoke about before, the boys are all playing. They want to continue playing. Ryan Christie's playing a new position f- yeah. uh, for the likes of Bournemouth and doing exceptionally well. So all these guys, you want them to stay in the sides because there's nothing better when they're all going. They've all had games in their legs and people talk about players playing the amount of games they do. But you've got to be game ready. People used to say that the biggest problem that the, the, the British teams was because the leagues were so tough by the time they got to competitions, they were all tired. But it's so cosmopolitan now. All the countries are the same, you know, so hopefully we get in there and we'll have a better chance. And Listen, playing Germany in the first one, what an opportunity because you never know what's going to happen with the first one. And you've seen in so many big tournaments, the underdog of course, has punched yeah. that one, the main one, on the nose and hopefully we can do that. There'll be some game, won't it? Opening the tournament, any tournament against yeah, Germany. Yeah, and all wow. the guys that are involved in the Scotland squad at this moment in time will be desperate to win that start yeah. 11. You want to start that first game, the opening game in the Euros against the, the hosts. In Germany, listen... I know they've got some top players, but they're not firing in all cylinders at this yep, moment yep, in time. Right. So yep. don't be surprised if the old Scotia yep. get something. <laughs> and there could be a Ferguson there. Maybe Lewis scored again last weekend. Didn't yeah, they? I hope so. I've been. Yeah. I, I would. If I'm a betting man, I would bet he's in the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't look if he gets much game time. Looks a real strength in Scotland as the the midfield area. But all Lewis can do is continue to play really well for Bologna. Scored goals and it's brought his captain him as well, which is um, which is another notch on his on his list. So hopefully his manager Barry mm-hmm. Juventus. Yep. So if he goes there, Thiago Mota, yeah, he'll take him. Absolutely, hundred percent. He'll take him. I'm sure hundred percent. Yeah, I'm going to somebody like Juventus, and he's yeah. earned it. Of course, you know, yeah. we've said it for here. He should have been playing here. People were on during the week saying that just you know less than two years ago. Rangers or Celtic could have had but we said it on here two yeah, years ago I know yeah. maybe when he was at Aberdeen when he was available yeah. we said it that they should be going for him and that's yeah. that's the difference but 
at the end of the day great credit to the kid he's went and grown he's been over there he speaks Italian does all that he's captain in the side and now he's got a manager who's getting talked about for top jobs and I've no it, doubt the and he'll be a help to him he was a top midfielder absolutely yeah, was waters. but I played against him how um, was he? Yeah, no, good yeah. left peg. He could manipulate the ball yeah. as well. He could handle the ball. But that'll be good for Lewis. He'll yeah. obviously learn quite a few things. But listen, the young mm. man's went and wrapped it up yeah. over there. Certainly yeah. this season, he's. I think he's went up a, another level and he'll not be with Bologna come the summer. No. Is he on the phone? Ciao, uncle. How are you? <laughs> you pass that. That's Spanish. What does that mean? Come, <laughs> come, come stay. If you want to call Uncle Barry or Uncle Peter, you know the number. <laughs> The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get your home ready for the market with help from their team of experts. Let's go! Weekend is here. It's a weekend of football tonight, tomorrow and Sunday in the Cup. What a week it was, Barry, since we saw you and Peter early in the week. Kelly winning at Livingston. St Mirren against Dundee. Hearts winning at St Johnson. And you know who the scorer was, of course. Uh, Lauren Shankman, 23 goals. And uh, Celtic 2-1 against Hebs. And of course, on Tuesday night, we kicked off with Motherwell 5-0 against Ross County. And then the big game at 8 was a 2-1 win for Rangers. They went top of the table I mean, we've said, what can you say? Of course there's a title race on now. I guess the question for Rangers is, does it change the psychology? I was reading you today in the record. You know, it's diff- they're not out in front. Celtic in front. There's a game in hand. But is it different then when you're maybe not chasing if Rangers do go ahead after the game in hand? It's about... It, this is mental pressure now and this is something new that the Rangers team will, will need to, to handle because, as I said, if you said to me three, four months ago that this was going to be the case at this moment in time, I would have looked at you in a, a, a strange way. Um, and now this is down to the nitty gritty. And as I said, look, people have their opinion. Rangers will win it. Celtic will win it. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to go right down to the wire probably the last uh, two or three games. Um, but listen, Rangers have got themselves in a, a brilliant position. It's clear that the confidence is really high. And the difference in the team is, is night and day. Because four months ago, I was privately, you say, oh, you need to keep going and try and catch Celtic. But privately, I was really concerned, really worried about the state that, that Rangers were in, um, certainly on the field. The, the confidence was so low. There was no, in terms of the, the way they play, there wasn't any game plan, but the new managers come in and clearly worked so hard on the training ground. Um, they're very well organised. They know their roles and responsibilities with and without the ball. And he's made such a difference to some players. Um, they look like different players. I think he looks when I'm looking at Rangers yeah. it looks as if he's simplified it players playing their position and the role you're given we talked about Lundstrom he's playing as a central midfield player he's not playing as an outside left or an outside right or a centre half he's playing as a midfield player and doing the role exceptionally well he's told Cantwell what he wants from him if he's not doing it you're off the pitch you know you've got the strikers playing as strikers you've got young McCausland has been excellent for Isn't him he? you know yeah. but the manager's handled it very well now it's up to the players and you've got to give them credit because they're the ones that's got to still go out and get the results. They're still the ones that's got to perform on a Saturday or a Tuesday or whatever. And they've done that as well. You know, so you've got to give them great credit for that. They've got back into it for sure. And I agree with Barry, he thought it was long gone, you know. But now you know the points are that close. And when you're about Celtic Rangers, you know that you have sure. to win all the time because you know there's there's a fine line. There's a fine line, but you have to have that psychology. You know how to go to games and win. That was a massive. I know it's a penalty kick late for Celtic on oh, um, sure. Wednesday evening. Yeah. 
but that could be massive coming to that next but do you yep. see listen to Clement it's clear that they're focused on number that's all you can be focus on number one concerned about yourself don't worry or be concerned what happens elsewhere you need to make sure what you do on a Tuesday night or a Saturday afternoon you need to just make sure you win the games of football and you can't affect what happens mm. elsewhere what, what you can affect is making sure that you win football games and at this moment in time that's exactly what they're doing but the thing is Paul we all say yeah, Barry's 100% right concentrate on doing your job well but the first thing you do how did Rangers go on sure. you know that, 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 let's no kid, let's no kid ourselves yeah. we're no looking at Celtic sure. we're no looking yeah. at Rangers 100% sure. yeah you know I'm, I, when I was a player I was hoping they were getting humped every week you know I mean that, that was the way it was because you're not caring because you knew that'd be your closest challengers you knew that's the ones that's, you're going to be fighting with so and this one you, nobody tells you you knew right away because everybody was telling you what was going on see I, yeah. I would always go into a game of a playing at the same time think right my mindset would be Celtic are going to win so we need to make yeah, sure we win but then in the back of your mind obviously when it's coming towards the end and you're winning the game pretty easily you're thinking is Hibs or Hearts or St Mern, whoever Celtic are playing, done us a favour and they dropped a few points. Oh, so. you would hear your fans, Baz, wouldn't you? Because they would have a roar yeah, when yeah. there's nothing happening again. But that's what they've got to do. You can't like, worry. You've got to worry mm. on your, yourself and making sure you do your job first and then hopefully somebody else does you a favour. So we know how... But you can't rely yeah. on other people. Of course. You can't rely on other people and that's what I think is going to come down to the, the next two Old Firm games. I really do. I think there will be a point here and there, but I think it is really going to come down to the games. And yet John Hartson the other night was saying he thinks it'll be some of these other games. You know, he was talking about Celtic losing points at, again, well, losing against Kilmarnock, losing against Hearts. Um, and I'm just surprised because I would County, I would imagine that they've learnt their lesson yeah. or they've said to themselves, yeah. look, this can't happen. Look, the distance we were away for Rangers, mm. we can't allow it to drop points. And not being disrespectful to their teams, sure. but they're, uh, I was surprised. And I, I honestly don't think it'll happen that they'll lose two or three games Celtic, in Celtic's case I really don't and I don't think that'll be the case with Rangers either and that's where I think these two games coming up obviously April and, yeah, and May sure. are going to be, going to be absolutely huge. huge OK so we got to Tuesday night Rangers uh, well, joint top of the table a goal behind so it's really close Celtic then playing at Hibs and it is remarkable we've said it a few times um, Brendan Rodgers had never won there with Celtic which seems hard to believe given what he'd won before this is what he said uh, today when he looked back at the game the other night it was 2-1 for Celtic we know it was close at uh, the performance well what did he think of it? Yeah listen I, I said to the players before the game we, we, we've got 14 games to go and we have to give our heart and soul to every game and uh, naturally that's our analysis after the game because naturally we want to, to play better you know we had spells in the game especially the start of both halves where we were fast and bright and and forced them back, um, but uh, but the analysis will tell us that we we know we need to bring our A game into the next game because you can't sustain it. You, you can't not play well in many games and 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 expect to win. So um, so for us, the work over these next few days is to look to to bring our A game back. Um, but when you're maybe not quite at your best to have that heart and mentality to keep going to the end and, uh, and get the win is, is very important. Peter, the A game, when? Is it coming back for Celtic? People forget, Paul. I'm looking through the team and I'm looking at it and I say, Joe Hart won championships with Celtic. Tony Rawson's been a bit part through it, maybe 1-1 and maybe 2. 
but mostly as a, 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 a filler in. Big tackle the other night. Massive. Yep. I thought he'd done really well when he came on. Yep. So you're talking about that, you're looking at the, the two centre-backs. Whoever, whatever pairing it's going to be, Welsh, Naroki, yep. um, Scales, never won anything, as in consistently been in the team. Mm-hmm. Left-back, never won anything. You know, been part of it, but never been a standout yeah. player for it. You look at the middle of the pitch, two, yes, we've won the, the Matt Riley, okay. Callum McGregor. So you get through all that. These boys have not been over the course before. Mm. You know, the Palmers and that, they've yeah, not been sure. over the course before. Yeah. It's completely new to them. And we forget that. We talk about Celtic as if all these guys have been there together and won the treble. And and that's completely different it's pressure. Change, comes, yeah, it? and it comes a completely yeah. different pressure. You look at the front three the other night there that started the match. You know, completely different. So all these wee things, that uncertainty, you know, the expectation that goes with that, the expectation of winning for Celtic and playing under that pressure, you've got to go to everywhere and win. You know, you've got to keep in front in this championship because Rangers are chatting at your door now because they've came and won the games when you've lost. All these things. Now the thing is, we've got to say, have they got the character to play for Celtic? And have they? Well, the other night there, to be fair to them, they kept going and yeah. I thought they finished the game what better. Hibs had a, f- a right few yeah. chances yeah. and then all of a sudden I thought Celtic finished near the death of the game and, and they're okay, to be fair to them, started passing the ball forward because Celtic, Brendan was right, they started the game well, they passed forward well, then all of a sudden the two centre-backs kept starting passing sure. each other yeah. and I just thought the game slowed completely down. Of course. Back to Joe Hart, back to, yeah, back to them. But then all of a sudden, yeah. when Hibs intercepted, yeah. they went forward much quicker, especially second half. A couple of chances in the first half they've done it tw- twice in the first half but the second half they've done it more often and it caused a problem if you keep passing square. Habs are wanting you to go square of course, with the pace yeah. you have. Celtic normally play you know, entertaining I think they're looking so shaky at the back. Aye. And Nervous. listen, uh, you know what I'm going to say there's, uh, he's a huge miss. He does. CCV. Yeah, yeah. Both Celtic without him. Yeah. I think they look so vulnerable. I, I know Luke Scales yeah. has done well no doubt about it but you take him out you leave a, a huge hole. But right, here's Stephen joining the conversation, a Celtic fan. Hello, Stephen. Hi there, Paul. Hi. Hi, hi Stephen. Thanks hi, for joining Peter. us. Hi, Barry. Hi, hi Stephen. So, Stephen, what are you hi, thinking? Hi there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, right, I'm a big Celtic fan and um, I'm very worried about the way Celtic are going at the moment. I think all the momentum is with Rangers, I hate to say. And I, I'm I'm really worried about Celtic at the moment, especially at the back. Burnaby for me should never kick a ball for Celtic again. The the boy he, he just is not good enough. As simple as that, he just is not good enough. Peter, uh, do you know that one? That he gave everything. I bet, I bet he gave. Listen, that's that's at least you expect. But let me know how important Greg Taylor's been, and I know he gets a lot of criticism. You know, but for the the modern day that Ange wanted to play and that Brendan played with the fullbacks in that little bit, Greg's done remarkably well because it's completely new to anybody playing that way if you've not done it before. But how important he is and the energy he gives the other players and the runs he makes to create spaces for others as well. And he chips in with the odd goal or he, the, the, the odd assist as well. But it's homegrown. We don't give enough respect. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you get a bee in your bonnet yeah. about a certain player. And whether you think he's good enough in the long term and the, the answer to everything, because everybody at Celtic, you're always wanting to bring better players than the ones you've got. That's yeah. always the case. But I think he's had a lot of unfair criticism. But I think it shows you how important he is to the team. Not just at that Not position, that. but yeah. to the team completely. But Barry spoke about it. Carter Vickers are missing. Mm-hmm. Centre-halves keep getting taken off during games. Yeah. The only one sure. that's been scales because 
Carter Vickers comes back, then he plays 60 minutes. Yeah. Yep. You know, and then he's got to come off. Welsh the other Welsh night there. Injured. And got yeah. to come off the other night there. Naroki just come back. A lot of injuries, yeah, Welsh. that's what I'm saying. Naroki coming back the other night there. And who'd been out for a long time? Lager Bielka was out for a period of time. So you don't have that consistency. Barry will tell you, it's so, so different, especially defensively in the way that Celtic want to play and the way that Brendan and Angelo, also the same, wanted to be able to defend with two centre-halves, being able to 1v1 situations handle it. These boys are asked to do something maybe for the first times in their career because, let's be honest, Scales were out to Aberdeen last year. Yep, but he's sure. been outstanding. Yep. Stephen, were you surprised, for example, the money spent on Burnaby? Look, it can come better players than him have come and it's maybe not made it at Celtic or Rangers but are you surprised that they didn't go out the recruitment hasn't been good this is not about the Brendan Rodgers time I think it had shaded in Angie's last year and last summer well were you happy with the recruitment? Uh, well the recruitment in the last couple of transfer windows has been pretty much a joke really even the best one you could probably say has probably been Louis Palmer and I'm not even Big fan of Luis Palmer because I think he's more a. Uh, I think he plays for himself rather than playing for the team. But Barry, have you seen back that? to the Burnaby situation, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of Taylor. I, I'm yeah. a massive fan of Greg Taylor, but since Greg Taylor's not fit, they, can you not put scales out to left back and fit anybody in at centre half just so that you don't have to play Burnaby because they get, he, he is a total liability Well Jimmy's been on quite a lot saying would they do that the trouble is there's so many injuries Barry what are you thinking when you see Just in terms of Palmer yeah. listen the problem Palmer's got look, I, th- I think he's alright but he's nowhere near on the same level as Jota that's the problem he's got <laughs> but bear in mind Jota's yeah. a £6 million pound player Palmer's mm. a, th- a £3 million that, that's what you get when you pay a bit more money you get real quality Um and as Stephen says there, that might be an option when everybody's fit to put if Greg Taylor, who for me is better than Burnaby, if he's going about long term, Carter Vickers come back or well show I think he might need to look at that by putting putting skills to, to left back if that's the case. Here's what the manager said today about Greg Taylor and his injury. Is he back? He's, he's very close. Really? Um, not sure he'll make the weekend, but he'll be very close. If not, he'll be. Uh, he should be available for the following weekend. But probably not well, this weekend. In, well, he's back, so... Yeah. I don't think he is. Listen to it. I don't know. Well, I think with a calf yeah, injury... He just says that. He's, yeah, he's back. He's back. Week. He's been training with him. He's been training with him. And I know he's, it's a calf injury. And Barry will tell you, a calf injury is one of these ones, Paul. It can either be three weeks or seven weeks. You do, know, because do you, you don't know... Sunday? I don't think he maybe take the chance. I think the cup tie may stick by what he's got and just think, well, I need to get him on the training ground and make sure he's 100%. Because as I say... If you had a choice in now, cup or league, I know we always talk about the next game, but the league's the most important. You know the prize that comes along yeah, with that. He's You're, not going to play. He just says that he'll be back for the following week. And you can't case. risk him. You no, can't risk him for so. the game. If you want him, you you want Greg Taylor because he's the best left back at the club. You keep him to next weekend for the the run in and hope that they get through the game at the weekend against the. Uh, and understand what Stephen's saying about skills, but I wouldn't move him. I out know there. you've said that all along. No. Right, Peter, Stephen, Barry, what would you do for this weekend for the cup game? Your front line for Celtic. Who's it going to be? Is Kyogo back in? Do you go with Adam Ida again? What about well, Kuhn? I think, I think, I think you've got to look at Ida again because the bottom line is he's had two opportunities to put the ball in the back end. Whether it's a penalty kick or not, he's put them in the back of the net. And the bottom line is I've, I, I don't think Kyogo's out of form. He is out of form when he comes deep. But if the crosses don't come in the box, and I've said that about Palmer, 
I thought he put more crosses in the box the other night when he came on. He, the first time he stepped inside, delivered it in the box, and it caused mayhem in the box. Just do that because that's what you do when you're at your best. And I agree with Stephen. He's been taking too many touches, taking too many people on, and then passing it square. Put it in the box. That's your job. Stephen, what would you do? What do you feel about Kyogo? Well, I, I was actually going to bring this up, Paul. Yeah. I think 100% coached up the He's that as your main striker with Kyogo just off him. And that, that would mean unfortunately dropping Bernardo and playing McGregor and uh, O'Reilly in the middle of the park but I would play Kyogo just off Ida but I think the main thing for Celtic which is really going to help us is having Maida back Maida for, for me Maida for me Maida is my favourite Celtic player because he, he, he just he, he sets his tone he just he, he gets charged into everything and I just think Having Maida back might be the thing that might win Celtic this league. Spark bringing an energy that's missing a lot of the time, isn't it? Oh, or... yeah, it definitely has got that. I mean, the other night there, I was disappointed with him because he kept getting the ball a couple of times, he run him, and you thought, brilliant, you're getting a throw in further up the pitch. And then all of a sudden, he started passing the ball back the way. And I'm yeah. thinking, what's happening? What, what's what's yeah. he doing? Because all the big, the, the big defender had been booked, I think, as well. So, at least if you're getting a throw, it's getting you further up the pitch and it's getting you the yardage and then you're getting that service into the box. I disagree with the Kyogo playing as a 10. I must admit. I don't think it's that's his role. I don't know, Brendan, if he watches him in training and Ida could play maybe that role if you're going to go with two strikers. But for me, if it's Kyogo as a deeper one, definitely not for me yeah. because I don't think he's got that individualism to go and beat people. He is a natural, on-the-shoulder Crosses going in the box, and it drops in the box, bang, balls in the back of it. I'd be shocked if either doesn't start. You've got to start somebody. He'll be obviously high as a kite, getting a couple of goals. Um, me either. I, I, he, would crack, he was cracking me up and went, see if you're playing with him. Go on, just run people. <laughs> Use your pace. Yep, Stop absolutely. turning back like the guy, the Kuhn, the, the new one. I yep. didn't see him go past one player. It's no. like, when the ball goes wide in the final third, do you want to see them take a touch and get the ball in the box? But Barry, do you think that's difficult? We, when we played, it was right footers mm. and left footers in that wing. See, when you're in an inside and you're playing with your opposite side, defenders are quite happy if you keep coming inside. Hold that question. We'll be back in a moment. Thanks, Stephen. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Unlock your potential and join the team recruiting real estate agents. Call 0141 374 0409. Let's go! The weekend is here. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson... And Peter Grant, thanks everyone for making the switch and listening to the podcast. As it is, it'll be up in just uh, shortly after seven o'clock tonight, every night. And looking forward to the business show on Sunday morning. Ryan Longmuir will be the guest of Hockey and Hunter. The two, Hunter and Hockey it is, isn't it there? <laughs> Lord Willie and Sir Tom Hunter. So Ryan Longmuir bumped into him recently. It's a great story. Looking forward to that Sunday morning. 11 till 12 here on Go Radio. Enjoy your weekend. And there's just so much football. Um, the cup, magic of the cup. Peter, I'll come to that in a second or two. You wanted to ask Barry a question just before the break, which was? No, good, good, good. good. Have <laughs> good, a good memory. Memory test. <laughs> we should have checked during the break. So, what was the question? That, yeah. yeah. It was talking no, about wingers. wingers. Uh, yeah, you turning know, back. Turning back, but obviously, can they get ahead of steam up, especially if not they're on their natural side? Mm -hmm if they're not in their natural side, sorry. Yeah. So if you're a left footer playing in the right wing, you're always coming inside. And what we used to get told, if you've seen someone like, get him up the outside, whether he was right footer or left, keep him wide out the road. 
But then guys would get by you, run by you. David Proven was brilliant at it. Yeah. David Proven would just go by you, deliver the balls in. Yeah. Barry had done it with David Coopers, all these guys, you know, fantastic. You know, crossers of the ball. So what's your question? And I'm saying, <laughs> does that make it easier for the defender? That That's the point. And especially, the thing I'm noticing, which I disagree with, had the best overlapping right back, probably one of the best ever, and Danny McGrain. And never seen Danny ever underlapping. Ever. Mm. You know, it was always outside to give it a problem so he could deliver or some the, the winger could get space to deliver. And I just think they're underlapping now. So there is no space. So that stopped. They actually get on each other's road not to put the ball in the yeah. box. And I just think there's still a place for that in the modern day game. Barry? Yeah, it frustrates me when... when I know what Grant is saying... Like if you're watching the Celtic game on Wednesday night, couldn't playing in the right side who's a left pegger. But I, I still, if you want to come in in your left, still go and whip it in. But it was like feeding it back to the fullback or giving it easy, taking the simple option. Yeah, back to central midfield, Callum yep. Deeper, you know. I never seen him go and and once and once commit the defender. Yeah. And that's what you want to see for white players. You want well, to see why commit. Baz, to be fair, when he came on as a substitute they got the goal from it because mm -hmm. he stepped inside right across the box and got the wee ricochet and Ada has a nice touch and he finishes it off and you think great son brilliant right. you've been positive but as you said the other night they're make all him defend yeah, I, absolutely. I say to go and make the defender defend but it's like they're giving the defender an easy time yet. absolutely just pass it back yep. and that's me done my job we're running out of time ahead of the news but before it let's go and speak to a big Rangers fan Paul you're on you're right through what's your question for Barry and Peter Hi Paul, um, hi, great yeah, show as always um, Point of the day was I know it's been reported the media just uh, yeah. a couple of days ago but Stenhouse Muir have now came out um, about the report with the SPFL mm -hmm. um, I just want to get the guys thoughts on it, I've been saying for a while to be honest questioning Neil Doncaster and um, the chairman in the SPFL for, for governance and transparency and that's the only sheds more light on it to be honest and my point is you know, a certain individual gets reportedly over £400,000 a year to maximise the revenue of the, the SPFL and I don't know if we are to be honest because you know, we seem to just plug for Sky every year um, as much as they do they're giving us money and I'm saying I'll get that I just don't know whether whether we're writing that to be honest to, to maximise revenue what about Amazon what about Apple what about the other places and, it, and it's not just that as well it's, it worries me to be honest and it's not just as a Rangers fan but it's not just Rangers that are bringing this in. There's now five other teams, there's including Stenhouse Muir, who are saying that the whole debacle with Rangers and the sponsorship deal, it was proven that Rangers were in the right with that. So, All right. Barry, what do you feel on it? I think it's a difficult one to comment on. We don't know the details of it. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think we sell yeah. our game in terms... No. I don't think we sell it enough up here. I think we've got a good product. I get what Paul's saying in terms of... Look, yep, it's, we, we're with Sky. Do we get paid a lot of money? No, we don't. Can we go down other avenues to try and get more sponsorship and more money for the clubs? And I don't think we do enough of that. I really don't. How long did we go without a sponsor for the Scottish Cup? Far too long, I know. A couple of years. Scottish Gas now. Sure. I mean, yeah. how can you go two years without a sponsor? The oldest trophy about... That, that's no good. And, and listen, there does need to be something done about it. I don't think they, they do a good enough job and what they yeah. do I really don't I think the clubs have got to help as well yeah for sure I see too many games now that they're stopping Celtic Rangers fans getting tickets for not just Celtic Rangers stopping each other which is wrong anyway I, I know the reasons sure. and all that but I, I just wish it was back to normal 
Um, but when you go the other way and you see the television looking on empty stands and whatever, it looks ridiculous. It's not a good look, it's is it? It's terrible, mm -hmm. it's terrible. And now we've got these clubs saying, well, we're not giving Celtic or Rangers or we're hiking the prices away up for Celtic and Rangers. There lies your problem. It's all right, these guys moaning about it when they play a Celtic or Rangers and they get all the, their revenue from it. But now all of a sudden they're stopping them getting tickets, but they don't realise how bad I sell. When I look on the television and I see it so empty at these games, I'm cringing. Yeah. And as I say, I was in England for 27 years and I love watching the games up here. And I, and I, You're I'm proud a, of it. I, was, yeah. I love the, the, the Scottish game and I always champion it. But then when you see the television cameras coming on, you're thinking, this looks like a non-league league yeah. fixture. Mm -hmm. And that is a disappointment. So I think... I agree. And listen, I know Neil Doncaster, Neil was at Norwich when I was there as the yep. chief executive. And I can honestly say they'll probably be doing the hardest they can, but it's a yep. difficult one to sell if we're not helping each other club-wise in making sure that Celtic and Rangers get the, as many tickets as they want for away games as it used yeah. to be. You mm -hmm. could not buy a ticket for love nor money. Yeah. Even during our mm -hmm. time when we weren't doing well, every away game we had was sold out. You know what sure. I mean? All the stadiums were full. And I look at it now. Look and, at Easter Road, the other yeah, night. exactly. It makes yeah. me, it makes me cry. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So why not fill these places? You know. So we've got a lot, and and plus the price that people have got to play. Yeah. You know the price. We've got to look at how's Germany full every week. You know, there's a big reason. How's Germany full every week? Bayern Munich. If I'm right, oh, a season time. book, a right. season ticket is a hundred pound. Wow. A hundred pound per match. Yeah. You per go season. to a, you go to a Fulham. Wow. You go to a Fulham game. Yep. It's sixty-five pounds seemingly for an adult and thirty-five pounds for a child yep. to watch Fulham for one game. That's a hundred pounds. So there's take a into consideration. Yeah. The kid that want a program. Absolutely. Pie. And how expensive they Just, are, Baz. You yep. know. I'll tell you what. It is coming to a head, though, Paul. Mm. It needs and to. the cinch. Well, they're going. They're gone from the league. They will be by the end of the season. And yep. nobody comes out well from that. Nobody in the small country with amazing passion for football, but the cinch thing was not good and they've gone and there was wrong probably but, but well, we saw the judgement the last time we need a clarity on this and we need it soon and I can hear because a lot of fans are festering they're not happy it's like conspiracy theories we should be up front and we should have more sponsors and we should try and get more money but see when the clubs are so divided as they are then we're not going to move forward. We're absolutely not. Well, top Paul, if you remember yeah. back to the first sponsors, Celtic Rangers had to be there. Together. Together. I know, CR Smith. Yeah, no, absolutely. Before your time, Barry, you know that? Yeah. I scored the first goal with that on Did it. You? CR yeah. Smith on it. Dundee away. It was the first goal that was scored oh, with Celtic yeah. having CR Smith sure. on the strap. The first sponsor they had on the strap. But I yeah. don't think we sell a product enough no. up here. Absolutely, I but really we're fighting too much fighting on amongst each other. Exactly, mm -hmm. grow up and the supporters yeah. for the clubs, other clubs. Sure. Paul, we're going to be out of time, I'm afraid, because the news is next. Thanks so much for the call. We might continue it, but sort it out. That all the clubs, because it's the clubs who are involved who make the rules. Let's get a clarity and let's get some real sponsors. It's good that Scottish Gas are in. Who's going to be the sponsor of the league next year from August? We don't have anyone at the moment, so. Let's hope they come together because people will look at it and say, well, Finch didn't, well, they thought they would get more last season. And, well, say, um, say simple things like an adult going with two kids is yep. free. All these things, Paul, sure. to fill it up. We need to sell it that way because then people get excited and then that's where we get our next players from as well. Let's the kids are coming out. to the games.
After the news, we're back with Barry and Peter. Looking forward to the games. When it comes to selling your home at Go Green Property, our aim is to get you the best possible results. And how do we do this? Simple, by giving you the best possible advice. From expert insights on preparing your home for selling to sharing our advice on the local property market. At Go Green Property, it's our job to achieve the best possible price as quickly as possible. Sell your home with Go Green Property. Call Glasgow 370409. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Unlock your potential and join the team recruiting real estate agents. Call 0141 374 0409. Let's go! Who do we fancy to win this weekend? Let's kick off with Peter Grant and Barry Ferguson. And you can speak to them 0808 17 17 700. Morton against Motherwell tonight. Peter, Taylor the Bank. Motherwell 3, Morton 1. Morton are doing exceptionally well. I just think Motherwell have got that wee bit between the teeth and I think they've got a, a better quality player but if the weather's like tonight yeah. and blowing a gale off that collide yeah. and it, it could be anything be. and it is <laughs> the tournament been in some run though Barry I know it's a division down but the, my yeah. goodness the way he's turned it round yeah the, the, the struggle at the start of the season but what a job Dougie's done yeah. there Dougie yeah. Emery um, since he, he appointed Morton's manager um, they've picked up they're in a right good run real good for him um, I think this will be a close one tonight I think Mother will just edge it 2-1 because they've surely got to take confidence off of battering Ross County on Tuesday night um, they needed that and um, I'm sure that will kind of kick Mother on um, for the rest of the season Just outside the top six as well and I'll be back to the league It gives you a bit yeah. of freedom because the pressure under it is staying in the league sure. all the time you know, they'll be a wee bit more relaxed because it's it's a cup tie. And I know it sounds crazy because you've got to try and win all your games. Yeah. And there's a pressure because it's a different league. But it definitely takes a wee edge off for them in the respect to the pressure that they know if they lose a league game, it could be near the bottom. And that, that, that definitely gives you a different feel. And that could make them... That's why I fancy them, actually. Because any other time, because Morton 5-0 was it against Unfermline. Yeah. You know, they've Huge result. Unbelievable yeah. results. You know big Theo Bear getting another goal. Exactly, feed the bear. Yeah. Blair Spittle last yeah. year and Blair, yeah, absolutely and Blair yeah. Spittle playing as well and scoring great goals as well setting up goals so no Muller will have got a wee bit about them you know in the respect to that of course the next day we found out the news Barry that the manager had gone Derek Adams 79 yeah. days you never like to see that with somebody no. who got so much criticism can I just say goodness. but watching yeah. his interviews and I've watched obviously some of them happen, I was like I mean go to watch what you're saying yeah. um, you're going to lose the dressing room with, with some of the comments but when I was watching him doing an interview, he never looked happy. Mm-hmm. He never, I mean, I know you can't be happy all the time with some of the results, but he just didn't look happy in the job. Obviously, the results were going against him, obviously, with that, the, the comments with the first interview and the second interview never really helped him. And listen, I, I think it was best for both Derek and Ross County that they parted ways. And brilliant to see Don Cowie get an opportunity. He's been there a long time, played a lot of games, there's been a lot of clamour that he's ready to go and take the job and I'm sure he'll get a um, a kick out of the, the players there um, up until the, the end of the season. Who would be a football owner? You've been a manager, you've been a He backs his managers, but Roy McGregor, well, that's one thing about him, he, he does back them because it's difficult to get players up there. Sometimes they need to pay a wee bit extra. Um, but he, he has been a good chairman over the years. I just think he made the mistake getting rid of Malky. I, I didn't think that was the right thing to do but he's made his decision brought Derek in it's clearly not worked and now he's hoping that Don Cowie can can try and 
re-energise him and, and try and stay up because um, it's looking tough for him. Look, the saving grace for him is Livingston are struggling big time. That's the, the thing for Ross County. Um, but when I look at Ross County squad, they've got some good players mm. there. They pay um, good money, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and, and listen, I think Malky did build a, a good group of players there. Um, but listen, obviously it's not worked out for, for Derek. He's left and now it's up to Don Cowie. You look at the managers I've had, Paul. They've, they've all been decent guys. You know, they've all done well. Yogi and that was there. Yeah, went to but can I ask you, Peter? He was, he surprised people and disappointed people what he said. He inferred about what he inherited a shambles. Yeah. Yeah. And that was wrong. I mean, 100% Malcolm wrong. McKay, because some of the stuff I'd say yeah. that the one thing he'd be walking into something and it, listen, I can understand you may be certain types of players that's not yeah, your type of player. Sure. You want to play a different style and this guy can't do that. I have absolutely no qualms with that. But everything else, and I'm only talking for experience, it'd be Malky, is everything else would be managed, everything else would be so professional. And, and obviously the way the chairman is as yeah. well. You know, he wouldn't have stood sure. by and like that. Yeah. So great credit to them. But just when you come in and say that the first day, it just puts you on the back foot. You have to be very, very careful. You may think it, yeah. but we know what we've got to do. You've mm. just got to button your mouth shut and just say, you maybe speak to the chairman. Um, and is it Ferguson that works here? Fergie? Yeah, sure. He's, he's done really well with them. Stephen Ferguson. Stephen Ferguson. And they, they're all desperate for the club to do well. Sure. Who would you I, have I think as... the comment, Paul, yeah. can I just say about regarding Scottish football? Yes. I got a lot of people's backs up as mm. well. Um, yeah. Sometimes when you, you, if you feel that and you believe that, sometimes it's just to keep it behind closed doors. Don't bring it out and obviously criticising or having a. A wee go at the players. Well, you can imagine the dressing room. Let's the take manager it back, saying that, Grant, Let, Let's take it back then about talking about the sponsorship for the leagues and whatever. Yeah. When you've got a manager saying that about your league. Of course. <laughs> that, absolutely right. You don't realise how the, the wee simple things sure. affect it, you know. Peter Grant, who would be your choice apart from you? I was going to say apart from me. But, I don't know why you aren't back in the mix at the moment and maybe you are. I haven't asked you yet. Who do you think would be the person to take over at Dingwall? Well, listen, Don Curry's got an opportunity. I think he's worked with three managers now. If he's not ready now... Mm. I don't think he'll ever be ready because really, sometimes yeah. you've got to make that step or some guys are quite happy to be the number two. Right, can I, something? I think he's wanting to be number one. I think he right. deserves it. That's what I'm saying. If he wants to be it, mm -hmm. he's got to get the opportunity now. And but, I hope he does well. But is the example of Barry Robson who did a lot of great things there. He was in the cup final less than two months ago and look what he did last season. He took Aberdeen to third. So I'm not criticising him at all. But he was, you know, fairly young. It was his first big job, and it didn't happen. And that's just along the road from him. I know it's an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. But you wonder if they maybe think we need an experienced manager. And Aberdeen going for for Neil Warnock. Barry and I talked about it on Monday. Peter, uh, uh, you're not surprised that he's back. Neil Warnock. Neil Warnock, of course. I am, but listen, it gives us all hope, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. Yeah. Neil, in any shape or form, he probably wouldn't have knew half the guys' names or all their names. Sure. Yeah. So I understand that. And listen, he's a media, brilliant for the media. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a character. You know, he's he's, he's brilliant for them because he'll, he'll give them the quip mm. that they want. Because let's be perfectly honest with you, if I've read it right, no matter how well he does, he's still out in the summer. I find I that so. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because say he does really, really well between now and then. A deal could be done, maybe. I, but you I understand what I'm saying? I do. They said yeah. they weren't going to do that because that's what happened with Barry. And that, that's the problem you have, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? And, it's a difficult one because Aberdeen in our time was Aberdeen was a great club yeah. in the respect to that and I still know the manager's desperate to do well but when you're making so many changes Paul listen Celtic and Rangers are so far in front of them let's no kid ourselves yeah, the odd, sure. they can get the odd point off them now and again you know but they're so far in front of them it's incredible 
that wasn't always the case but it still doesn't make it it's a fantastic football club and you yep. hope they become strong like the rest of them I don't think Aberdeen know what they're doing uh, well that's what I'm saying where they realise where they are if they think they're going to be chasing Celtic Rangers for the league title they've got hell if I think coming you know what I mean because that's just not going to happen See his, his comments yeah. after the game are bright, weren't oh, About the ball boys. Oh, no, exactly, the first exactly. team. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good line, wasn't it? it, was, it was, uh, That's one thing, you're, you're yeah. going to get headlines yeah. off him. Um, but listen, he's an experienced manager. He's managed, yeah. what, 15, 16 mm. clubs? Listen, Baz, Huddersfield last year were yep. on their knees. Mm. That's right. He's he come in, in, he went in and done brilliant for them. Yeah, 100%. Did they train well with the team? Um, is it up in hockey? Hockey oh, now? They get through the their, their paces, yeah. yeah. But the ball boys, yeah. they know what they're doing. But funnily enough, Ange Postacoglu, a couple of seasons ago, I mean... Remember, we'll never forget that night, you, me and Davy Proven, and the speed of Celtic, that never stopped season. And, and the ball boys knew to get the ball back within anoseconds. But, Paul, you annoy me when you say that. Why? Tell me. Because that was always the case. Right, OK. You know, that was always the case. The biggest problem we had in our day was there was only one ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, if we yeah, the crowd, yeah. but... Celtic Rangers, we always trained at that. You know yourself, Baz, the ball wasn't allowed to go to play. It was like five sides, mm. as if it was hitting the wall all the time. Because so did it not speed up? Do you know they get the option? I'd be understand saying you had to keep yeah, playing, sure. you had to play at that speed all the time yeah. because you didn't want no position to be set. Yeah. yeah. Do so you know you get the option, the multiple? Or I know, don't yep. they, that's right. They used to say an option. Yep. Davy Moyes was brilliant. Uh -huh. You watch Davy's teams, whatever. Yeah. Multiball, Davy had it at Goodison, mm -hmm. right? See if they went in front. You seen the bin oh, bag going yeah. round and all the balls <laughs> going into it. All of a sudden, the balls were disappearing. I don't know, that's what you do. That's what you do. But uh, that, yeah. that was what happened. But then all of a sudden, they stopped that because they were thinking it was unfair. Because yeah. all the managers were going mental yeah. because the balls were going into the bin bag. See, that's, that's is yeah. it the case for Rangers when yeah. one each, the balls are flying on. <laughs> and then obviously, they go 2 1 up the last 10 minutes. It's like you've got to play the game. Yeah. That, that's it. What's it going to be like tomorrow? 5.30 kickoff. terrible time for the fans. But look, they'll not be thinking that. They'll look forward to the day. Philippe Clement will welcome Scott Brown to Ibrox for the first time as Air United manager. I read that he loves Rangers, so I, I love all the people that love Rangers. So that can be really, really good between us also on the sidelines. That was a clip from the other day. And to be fair, Scott Brown said, yeah, I've got a lot of love for Rangers. Yeah, He's a competitor. You, yeah. don't, you don't sure. mind that. Listen, but I think it's going to be a long afternoon for the United. Mm. I really do. Peter? Uh, no, I remember going back with them, Femlin. And they, they were very respectful, the Rangers fans. You know, I was expecting a hard time. Everybody was yep. talking about it prior to it. I think it was more the fact I, that I was getting a hard time, I was <laughs> 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 five, uh, they, they scored yeah. two goals quickly, so maybe that tiny uh, bit yeah. of pressure off yeah. me. But um, no, no, they were respectful. Listen, at the end of the day, Scott's not playing and all his concentration will be sure. trying to get his team putting a performance. And I think that's all you can hope for because I just think Rangers will be far too strong. For sure. We'll talk about it a bit more before at the end of the programme. What's the update at Rangers? What about Leon Balligan? What's the latest? Yes, that Leon went uh, to see the specialist and I expect him back um, next week, not now. Uh, is it already Ross County or for the weekend? I'm not sure about that yet, but it will not be a long-term thing. He's going to play with a mask, so he needs to get a mask and everything. And, in, and the mask needs to be adapted. And I have a little bit of experience with those things, so sometimes you need some, a few sessions to really have a good fit, to see everything and to feel comfortable. So we will see next week how, how that evolves. Barry? Some good news back soon. Yeah, I'm no surprised. He's he's a big warrior, Balogun. 
Um, so I'm not surprised he's going to get the mask fitted. Um, Shooter's come in and, and done well. He's, he's grasped his opportunity. And Ben Davis is back fit as well. So he's got cover there at this moment in time. But good to hear that Balogun will be back, if not next week, the week after. No, I think it's important for him because he's been excellent for them. It's probably been that leadership that they missed. You know, when we talked about Davis and that at the start of the season and the Arfields and that of this world. And it was strange that the manager brought him back and then didn't play him, you know, around about it. So I thought he was maybe looking more towards the coaching side of it. But he's turned out to be a massive player for them, you know what I mean? And that's what happens. If you've got the right attitude to things and you do the right things in the training field, the manager comes in and sees something completely different. And the manager sees his leadership qualities and he sees he's a massive part of his side at this moment in time. I should have played a few moments ago. Scott Wright, who's talking to the media today, and he mentioned coming up against a player that he battled with a number of times, obviously, at Aberdeen and at Rangers. Scott Brown bringing his air to Ibrox. Yeah, obviously, you know, the, the outside noise is that that's going to add something to the game. But for us, all we can do is just focus on ourselves and go into the game with a positive mindset and, and try and do what we want to do. Yeah, as you say, um, you know, sometimes that can add to it. Um, I think the... You know, the boss has touched on it, the synergy with the, the, the team and the fans just now is a really good place. I think you've seen that from the game midweek. Um, and as I say, the, our fans will be right up for the game as well. They know how important it is for us to have them behind us and to try and get us to kick on. That it's always challenging. It's, it's about showing quality, showing mentality, showing respect for their qualities also. Yeah, I think the best example was last night. I follow always my friends. So um, Monaco went out of the cup against the second division team yesterday evening. So those are not things that uh, I want to see happen here. Romance of the cup. Yep, you can't yeah. underestimate yeah. A, a team that are below you in the league. If you do that, you're going to fall flat in your face. Um, so the... the You've got to be bang on it, Paul. I've been in these situations where you've been, I've played in the games and it's been long and it's been it's been hard work. Um, so you need to be really focused and determined um, and treat it the right way. Be professional, and if you do that, I think Rangers will I'll go through into the quarterfinals. As I'm not trying to remember, Paul, was it you'll probably correct me here. Was it not the double winning year when we won the double? We played Stranraer in the early round. I can't remember if it was Stranraer that right. year, and we should have been out. They hit the bar and then I think the boy went away to Australia wow. after it but they hit the bar. Down think, there? No, it? up here. Up at Celtic Park. Wow. Immediately went out the cup to Stranra. Yeah. It can happen. It, yeah. But then you're going to win the, you know, the competition. <clears throat> sure. yeah. You know what I mean? Sort of thing. So yeah. we've been there and um, the focus is and I, I think it's easier being Celtic and Rangers because I think it's drilled into you when you're representing them there is no easy game. You've got to go out and you've got to perform. See if you're playing an easy game you won 5 nothing. this Fans expect you to win 10, yep. you know, and yep. that you expect you to perform at your best as an individual. So that expectation doesn't allow you to switch off. Mm. And I think that's the biggest thing. That's why Celtic Rangers have been so successful at winning trophies and whatever throughout the years, you know, is because of that, that that expectation's always there. We had a Rangers fan on a few nights, uh, but he wanted to talk about Aberdeen. And it was after the Celtic game, Barry, the next night. And he said, look at the way they raised the game for Rangers and for the Celtic game, and then Hibs, look at, they hadn't won uh, games for, what was it, I can't remember how many uh, weeks, but they, they all raised their game for the old firm. Yeah, but, well, the game Wednesday night, Easter Road, Nick Montgomery must be looking at that second half and thinking, that's what they've got to take into the yeah. following games. 
Um, you, you, I mean, it's easy to get up because obviously you're playing against the best players in Scotland. You can get up for it, but it's it's a difference when you come up against teams round about you or below you. But see, you've on got that, to always respect. I was always big on no matter if it was bottom of the league, middle yeah. of the league, or in the cup with uh, a team a league or two below. I always respected them, and when I had that in my head, we brought our A game. Or I, I was I was right at it, and um, you should never underestimate opponents who are, are below you because listen as I said to you you can fall flat sure. in your face well no disrespect everybody's supposed to be tweet below Celtic Rangers week in week out yeah. however you turn up against isn't sure. it yeah. so you've got to go there and perform all the time and play at your best but talking about the Hibs game the other night there Hibs kept trying to play the ball out and I'm not being funny at this moment in time they haven't got the players that can do that sure. so they kept giving the ball back to David Marshall who'd launch it up and yeah. Celtic just kept them in and hemmed mm. them in the first the kick off of the second half bang straight out won the header next one David Marshall get everybody up the pitch bang mm. listen it's common sense mm. the strongest part of your team is your forwards with pace but you're trying to knock it about the back with players who are not at their strength mm. and that's why sometimes I'm a, a wee bit critical of young coaches at times because we all want to play and look fantastic mm. but listen you've got to play the team or your strength that's so mm. so important and I think that's what changed the game the other night there Brendan Rodgers has been speaking about his team and the fact that you know the top of the table yes three points ahead what two goals to the good Rangers a game in hand but he was speaking about the team and how it's just not quite happened so far this season no it's just just I'll always look for continual improvement I think it's understandable obviously there are some key players that have missed a lot of this season and so the team's been been broken a lot of the season in terms of that rhythm and uh, and, and the, the the level of the players that have been missing. Plus, you had new players coming in, looking to adapt to to the way you want to work, and, and then players that maybe coming in that haven't played for a little while. So all of that leads to sometimes uh, not being as cohesive as you want to be. But the players are still giving everything, and uh, they're working very very hard. And what is it they've won? What is it six out of the last seven games or something? Or, um, so, um, so whilst you're looking for that cohesion and that uh, more more creativity, it, it's still important to win, and, and that's what the players are doing. Big game this weekend. Did they take um, you know the headlines? You saw them out, you know, the fist up at the end. Brendan Rodgers really enjoyed that late, late goal, as you would. Is there a sparkle back? Do you think in time for Sunday for a cup run? I don't think the sparkle's been aware from them. They know what the, the pressure's on. They've not played well. Yeah. There's no getting away from that. You know, they've not played their best. Their Kilmarnock game at home was the best I'd seen Hatati playing. Now all of a sudden he gets injured. Yeah. It was outstanding. Yeah. It was probably the best the team played. They did the most shots. They played uh, positive football. They had positive runs. All these things. Then the team was broke up because of injuries. Yeah. And that happens. We understand that. But listen, you've got to keep going. And, and see the, through the tough times when you get a victory like that only it gives you a massive lift and the players have got to go again because the expectation now is to go to St Mirren who are doing very well and, and they've found it tough at times to go there they've got to go there and perform and win because that's what it is pulling the, the hoops on you've got to go there and win and that is the expectation all the time and that's what I'm saying to you all these guys that's not got that experience of playing under that pressure can they do that and if they can prove they can do that then, then you know you've got a player that can represent that football club. Here's a bit more from the manager. Yeah, well, momentum is something that, of course, you want to create, but uh, but it can go at the same time as well. So um, I think it's just about understanding and that 
constant understanding of, of how we work and how we play and the, and the demands are there to do that in every single game. Like you say, there, there's start off games well and play with that, but it's important that you and we maintain that. So, um, so that's always the messaging, but that's part of our coaching, that's part of our training, part of the analysis, uh, and that'll be continual. Barry, you were surprised how Celtic fell off in the second half? Uh, yeah, look, I, I thought they, they dominated the first half yeah. in terms of possession. I just think they looked a bit toothless in the final third. They never created, I don't think, Big Marsh had much to do. And then the second half, they started the game good, and then obviously Hibs get the, the goal. It was a brilliant strike, to be fair, for the boy Levitt. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got it flush. Yeah. Um, but Hibs were dominant after that. But listen, the... Sometimes their results are the best results. When you don't play well and you find a way, whether it's a brilliant, spectacular goal or whether it's a penalty or it's off somebody's backside, sometimes when you go in, that can kick-start you. Um, I've had plenty of their they results in Have the you? past. Yeah. yeah, plenty of them when you're not playing well but you somehow find a way to win the game and then for some odd reason that kind of sparks you up. And um, look, Celtic aren't playing well this moment in time it's clear to see that we all watch it but I'm still wary that they're still there and that's what I always say about the Rangers players and the Rangers manager I think he knows that as well and he doesn't want the Rangers players to get carried yeah. away because Celtic are obviously suffering in terms of performances because um, listen at some stage we good players are going to come back to form that's it. and they are good players aren't they so and many you don't become a bad player overnight listen yeah. but I've been th through plenty of them. Granny's no, been through plenty of times like that when you just, your touch is no there or your passing's no there. It happens, but at some stage, you come out it again and you get back to form. And listen, I'm sure Celtic will get back to form. Rangers, they're now at this moment in time, confidence is sky high yeah. and they need to try and maintain that and keep their feet in the ground. But they also are wary that Celtic will still be there and, and come back. Are you both going to give us your teams for this weekend? Peter, the Celtic I think team. the cup, cup tie teams different. are different. I'm, I'm not sure, Paul. I'll ask you after the break uh, if yeah. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Barry for Rangers as well. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get in touch with the team and they'll offer expert advice on effectively presenting your property. Let's go! Zoe will be up at seven tonight with some great music taking us into the weekend. Actually, Gina kicked it off this afternoon. Crofty and Gredo in great form this morning as well at breakfast. They'll be back on Monday morning. This is Go Radio with Go Green Property coming from the heart of the Gorbos. Peter Grant. And Barry Ferguson. Yep, cup wins, cup finals. Peter said earlier on about that sunshine. Barry, you always say that's always when you think yeah, of it's cup final day. In May. Hot yep. Cup final day. Yep. Um, for some odd reason. Yep. Um, yep. No, fond memories. It was uh, a brilliant competition to win and lucky enough to do it five times, Paul. Going to keep the two apart, do you reckon? Providing they win, do you reckon? Because <laughs> I did say to you before, for both of you, if you get a shock, is there someone else who'll win it? And you no, said... No chance. No chance. Celtic or Rangers? Rangers, Rangers or Celtic? It's Rangers. <laughs> no, no, Rangers. <laughs> I know, we tried that early on. Would you trade, you know, the league yeah, for yeah, a listen, cup and it's a double? Or, uh, but cup no messing no. about. Mm. League is the number one priority. Mm. Never changes, Paul. No, of course. The league's the most important. Yeah. You start the season, there's only one thing you first and foremost, the league. What about a European trophy? Rangers still in, Barry? If you I got this 
I'm not crazy about these ones. People say, what would you do if you want to win everything? But Rangers still no, in, of title. course. No, yeah. Forget your own league. Anything. Yep. Okay. Always, always the league, Paul. Because that's... Listen, it brings the great nights with the big clubs coming as yeah. well. You know, that's so important. It gets the finances there, which hopefully can get used well. All these things. And I don't just... I mean, on the team, obviously, and then you've got facilities that you've got to look after. The only way you earn that money nowadays is we've been in the big party, you know, and to do yeah. that, you have to win the league. What was your favourite moment in the Cup, in the Scottish Cup? Well, I two horrendous times because I missed two with injuries. final uh, injuries yeah. and then I played uh, obviously the dream was to play Rangers in a Scottish Cup final mm -hmm. um, 1989 I was yes. fortunate enough I came back for illness and was available for that one and we beat Rangers 1-0 we played very well on the day to be fair because the Rangers were going for the treble um, a similar situation in the respect of that and we beat them 1-0 with Joe Miller and that was, as I say, a dream that I'd always had to play in a Scottish Cup final against Rangers and won it. And it was a glorious day. And it was the old Hamden, you know, with the uncover with the Celtic yeah. fans and that. And it was brilliant. And it was a great, great memory, you know. So the days are always special. And mm. the, the last one was a relief, obviously. Everyone, that was just yeah. a relief more than anything else. Tommy Burns yeah. as well, the yeah. manager. Yeah, it was interesting because I was watching about yeah. that the other day there. And when won the, the trophy against Rangers, I had turned around and handed the trophy to Tommy. And then you just think, he was in the next manager yeah. to touch it as a manager because we never won a trophy after that for six years. Wow. Barry, for you, the Cup, so many memories. I think was that a game with Celtic was your favourite one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably just because of the, the standard of both mm -hmm. teams, Paul. Really, really strong, top quality players. And it was like a basketball game. Yeah. One team was dominant for five minutes and then the next team were, were dominant um, yep, it was it was uh, ah, that was some game to be yeah. to be honest with you, uh, and then especially to score with the last kick of the ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, basically Celtic took kick off and the whistle went, yeah. and then that was it. It was mayhem after that. So yeah, there, there a lot of things in terms of that game. Just but the biggest thing, but you, you think of the players that were on the pitch. Like I'm talking top quality players. Give us a few names: the Burr, you. And the Rangers team, Loving Crans, yep. of course, scored uh, Celtic. Arthur were, Newman, yeah. Yeah. Um, guys oh. like that. And then you had Larson, yeah. obviously, mm. who was top class. Yep. Uh, Hartson, Big John, yeah. who's on here. Mm -hmm. um, Sutton, you can go on and on. I mean, if you look through the list of both squads, there was so many um, top quality players, guys with massive characters. And um, the, the games back in the day were, were, were unbelievable to play on. Yeah. They were. Standard was so high, wasn't yeah. it? That was well, a well, again, the game. You yeah. was Butcher and all that, you know, yeah, Gary Stevens and all these yeah. Sunnis and all that. These guys wow. playing Mark Walters, very good player. <laughs> Never get the credit. He was yeah. a wonderful. Went to uh, Liverpool. Yeah, he was yeah. a talented player. Him, a great feet. And so all and your these own team, yeah, of course, Paul McStay, Paul McStay, you, Big Roy, Roy King, Pat Bonner, big, and character yeah. like Mick McCarthy. You know these guys. You know yeah. fantastic character. You know and. As I say, so in their games, you knew you had to play well and you were up against it all the time against top quality players. So you had to beat your best. And then on that day, we shaded it. It was a tough season for us because I think Rangers had beaten us five and beaten us four. We'd beaten them three one or something as well. Uh, so going into that was a tough one for us. It wasn't a great season, but to win the cup at the last day of the season was brilliant. You can't beat it up against each other in the cup final. You know, as the Glasgow. People, that's Absolutely. a game that we love. Absolutely. Just looking down, Barry, what are you going to say? No, yeah. just some of it. I mean, yeah, it all comes flashing back. Yeah. Like guys, 
Neil McCanner, I always <laughs> say, who, I mean, he was unbelievable. Claudio Canidia wow. as well. Yeah. Um, what a player Claudio. he was. Argentinian. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Frightening. Great hair. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was some. Did you um, see him? Uh, him being pizza, you pizza, <laughs> and Neil McCann the other night. See the two of them yep, on, on yep, sports scene. Yep, yeah, Neil was looking good. Yep. Neil was looking all right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the closest I got to him. Top. I, know, I always remember yeah. him as a kid. I went to watch a reserve yeah. game at Celtic Park, and I, I can always remember he was playing for Dundee at the time mm-hmm. as a kid. And I'm sitting in the stand watching, and he was only yeah. young. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, what the hell, that kid can play. He's got a wee bit about him. Yeah. You know, and he, the shots obviously looked too big from the strip, looked too big from, yeah, but you could tell he could play. I tell you, you know? he was a warrior. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As well, and do you know when you play against him? Obviously, I played against him at Hearts. You're thinking he's good until you actually train with him every single day and see what he brought to the team. I mean, he was he was unbelievable some games. Oh, that's what I'm talking about wingers, eh? You go outside, oh, he was a problem. Oh, yeah. Half a yard, granted. But as soon as got, as soon as they get the ball, but they were right at the fullback. That was their job. Yeah. Any winger that picked the ball up, boom. See if you pass the ball back, they detain you off. His first thought yeah. was, as soon as he got the ball, certainly in the final third, was, I'm driving uh, absolutely. up my, my full-back. That was, that's why so many chances, Paul. People yeah. talk, Barry talking there about basketball games, that's what it was. As soon as you <clears> at the full-back, crosses in. Ball's in the box. You know, Enoch gets knocked out the box, shots at the edge of the box. That was football. And there's still places for that in the game, obviously. I think that's important. And people enjoy watching that. You know, it's so important. But, um, no, he was a terrific player. There's no doubt of that. There's a statement here from the SPFL. We can confirm that yesterday we received a letter on behalf of six Premiership clubs. The letter contained a number of factual inaccuracies, which we've now addressed with the clubs. We look forward to discussing the recommendations of the Independent Governance Review with all Premier League clubs at a meeting soon, Premiership clubs, once the process has been completed. So we'll maybe know more about it then. 0808 17 17 700. We're talking about the romance of the Cup. We've looked at Morton against Motherwell. Um... Just trying to see where I mean that's a brilliant game for Bonnie Nag Rose, isn't it? Isn't Huge, it we'll get some money. Yeah, yeah, amazing. They were junior team just a couple of years ago, Barry. Mm-hmm. Up against now, we know what happened last year with Darvo. It's not going to happen this year, though, is it? For Bonnie Rig Rose, well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Rangers. see Aberdeen yeah. being at home. Um, I'm sure Bonnie Rig would sack Neil. That would be interesting. <laughs> what would happen there? Wow, just in the door. You know what I mean? But that, no, but that's how yep. crazy football is now. That's what we're talking about. You know, you're, uh, Aberdeen think they can win a trophy. Thinks she's not that far enough, uh, far away from Celtic and Rangers. So the best way to do that is to win a trophy because cup ties are like that. But uh, that's the conundrum you end up putting yourself in if you keep changing as often as you do. And we change far too often. But you reckon Aberdeen's going to win that one, Barry? Yeah, what Aberdeen for yeah. me. I've got Aberdeen, yes. You know Aberdeen. And Mayowski, is he the best striker in the country or just behind Lauren Shankland or...? Well, it's close. Yeah. I mean, two of them, I mean, the, the form both of them are in. Um, they're in phenomenal form. Two of them are just out-and-out goal scorers in my eyes and two of them, as we've mentioned plenty of times on this show, are so much improved over the last few months. Peter, what do you reckon scoreline for that one? Oof. Aberdeen... Aberdeen, I went to yeah. you know. You know, yes. I'm just looking at some news and about the games we talked about in the Nations League. So the fixtures have been fixed. Scotland against Poland, Thursday the fifth of September, seven forty five at night. So and then we're home to Portugal on Tuesday the fifteenth of October. Again, seven forty five at night. And then Croatia, Friday night, seven forty five at Hamden. 
So that's not great though for the fans, is it? To who come from all over nighttime. But I guess it's for telly. Somebody's been on already a disgrace. None of the Nations League games are on a Saturday afternoon. It's all about TV, not about the supporters anymore. Yeah. How does Barry feel about it? How does Peter? Barry, what would you say? Yeah, that, I mean, listen, I feel sorry for the fans. That's when like, proper games, three o'clock, yeah. it allows yeah. them obviously to get down. I mean, you just mentioned there the Croatia game, Friday night at 7.45. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the people yeah. way up north? Might have to take a half day or the full day off work to, to travel down. But listen, it's all done for one thing, isn't it? And we all wonder why supporters get fed up. Aye. Because why is there empty stadiums? You've got to take them into consideration at all times because they're the most important people. Let's not kid ourselves. And that's why you've got stadiums empty because they find it impossible to travel. And then all the strikes you've got with trains and whatever and sure. anything like that, you know, at this moment but, in time, it hinders everybody. One thing I will say, it'll still, it'll still be sellouts. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Which is They'll remarkable. They'll still make their way. They'll find a way to get there. Yeah. But like, I do feel sorry for the most important people. And as Granny just mentioned there, it is the fans. But everything's done for money, isn't it? TV. Yeah. They, they rule. Of course. And we're looking for more money from telly, but we have to adapt the times that they want. It's kind of chicken and egg. The away games, I'll just mention them, were in Portugal. Good time to be there. The 8th of September. So it's a Sunday kickoff, 7.45. Could be quite nice. Lisbon. <laughs> uh, you've been to Lisbon, Peter? You've been uh, yeah, you yeah, played Liz- there as yep, well. Yep. yep, sporting. Yeah, Croatia. Could be there as well. 12th of October might still be nice over yeah. there. Yeah, you okay with that? And Poland. On the 18th of November. Oh, too cold there. Too cold. (laughs) Great. Great. Glasgow to Glasgow. (laughs) Uh, Venues still to be announced the away games. But yeah, Scotland against Poland at home Thursday the 5th of September. That was a good shout there from someone who's been on the WhatsApp. You know the number 0808 17 17 700. Sorry, Peter, I jumped in there. You did. You've both gone for Aberdeen in that one. What about Inverness, who were runners up just last season? Uh, up against Hibs, what do you reckon? I'll go for Hibs 2 1. Yeah. Hibs 2 1. Hibs yeah. a toughie for, yeah. for Hibs up there. Big mm-hmm. Dunks team, he'll have them right up for it. But I mean, if you're looking at it, yeah, yeah, you've got to expect Hibs to, to come back down the road in the next round. Because they've got to take so much from their performance second half the other day. Yeah, but then, Paul, yeah. it just shows you how quickly, Barry's right, but it just shows you how quickly it'll, it'll turn then. So if they don't beat Inverness, Sure. Then all of a sudden the pressure comes back onto Nick Montgomery again, and that's, that, that's that's what it is week in week out just now. So you're not going to get. I the, think the he's under pressure the, now. I mean, you know what I'm saying, Baz? You're talking about the football. Then the, what is it? Four million pound they lost yep. last year, and that as well. So they're talking the built-in success. When I've not been funny, they beat Rangers in the cup final. When was that year? Was that? I can't even oh, remember. I can't, what year. I can't, I can't what remember saying. either. I, you know, I can't remember <laughs> what year it was, but that the first trophy they've won. I don't know, the only trophy they've won in so many times. So you've got to be careful. If, if you're putting in to be successful, you have to bring the top quality players in. Because let's be honest, on a given day, yes, they can beat a Celtic or Rangers on a certain day, but not over the course of the, the season that they're no, going to do that. Some of the headlines today, Stevie Clark is desperate for Ronaldo, Modric and Lewandowski not to hang up their boots before we play them in the Nations League and we all agreed. Uh, Ibrox legend Barry Ferguson is saying, these are the headlines um, on the wires, Philippe Clement has turned him into a Rangers believer again. That's what it's saying there. You call him this morning. And Neil Warnock, the interim manager of Aberdeen, he's adamant Celtic and Rangers are not miles ahead of his Aberdeen side as he talked about the Scottish Cup. Barry? Uh, yeah, I've got yeah. to disagree with him totally there. Peter? <laughs> Miles apart. Yeah. Miles apart. Talk over the period of the season, no chance. Mm. Nowhere near. 
and it, that's not been disrespectful on it as I say on a given day for sure they can put a fight up and maybe get a result here or there as Aberdeen proved earlier in the season but they've shown consistently this season but what are they sitting eighth in the league yep. so well, that tells you enough but they are miles apart there's 150 miles <laughs> so they are miles <laughs> apart but you're absolutely right looking at the league table they've got 25 points the Dons and uh, talking about Rangers are sitting on 58 points and Celtic 61 ah, but Rangers is a bad start to the season Celtic have not played as well as they can. Yeah, sure. And there's still that amount of points behind. Mm. Let's be honest, and we speak about it before the start of the season, we don't say who's going to be first yeah. or second, we say who's going to be third. That's yeah. what we ask. Here's Philippe Clement. He's been talking today, um, we're getting to know more about him, aren't we, as we hear his media conferences, and he's been talking about how much he loves life in Scotland. What I love about this country and about this club, that there's really a lot of respect for the history. And um, I've been in clubs before where it was also the case, but not at the extent that it is here. And I don't speak only in the club, also people around, supporters. Um, also the way of respect towards players, towards managers, uh, also in that way. So, yeah, in that way, uh, Scotland is really... And, and Glasgow is, is really a, a city, but it's also out, outside of Glasgow, I've seen a few times. That football lives, it's in the, in the veins of everybody. It, I, it feels like that. And I have to say that, uh, that I didn't know that before I came. And I'm impressed about that. And it's a nice environment to, to work and to live because it, it motivates people. What's his favourite cafe? I know we won't say because we want to give him peace. But Barry, you had time with him a few weeks ago. But isn't that great? Refreshing to hear how much yeah, he likes you. I was just very impressed. But the, the biggest thing, as I said, Paul, is the respect he's got for Celtic, for Aberdeen, for Hearts, Hibs, and the Scottish game in a whole. That, that's when I came away and I thought to myself, do you know what? He's, he's here and he, he understands and he gets it. And he knows where he needs to, to go with this, this Rangers team. And he knows... The be, be all and end all is you have to deliver trophies. And um, as I said, I come away thinking to myself, Rangers have got a very good manager on their hands. Um, and that's been over a short period of time. Don't get me wrong, I'm not getting carried away. The four months he's been in, there's been only one blip and that was the, the old firm game on the 30th of December. But so far, so good. He's been very impressive. And... Hopefully long may that continue. And Peter, one of the things I noticed when Brendan Rodgers came back, seems a while ago now, but it was just in the summer, was that he said, look, uh, family grew up there, you know, his daughter, um, his wife loves it here. I love hearing that, that they love Glasgow and uh, the West. Uh, Paul, I said to you, you know, as I say, I keep saying it, 27 yeah. years in England now, and people belittle it. But when you come back and I realise... And I realised, obviously, before I went, but when you talk about Celtic and Rangers compared to clubs down there, they couldn't hold a candle to them. Yep. And I'm not being disrespectful. It's fact. You talk about their histories and we talk about... Somebody mentions the Lisbon lines, everybody talks about them, you know. Sure. They'll talk about Rangers in 1972 and Barcelona. They'll always remember that. Everybody talks about football. Yep. I'm interested to say he loves it and the respect it's shown. If he wasn't getting the results, oh, sure. you know, yeah. like everywhere else, because they're yeah. so passionate about it. Yeah. No, because it's their life. And people laugh at you when you say to them, listen, the father will go with his son to watch the team pre-season, the wife will go with the daughter to Spain. Because that's the way it is to them, because it is their life, you know, and they, they love it. But people are very respectful. 
Scottish people are fantastic people. I, I, you love getting their company. When you're anywhere in the world, you're going to uh, somewhere for a, a restaurant or a, yeah. a beer or something, you bump into someone, no matter what team they support, they'll always give you a bit of respect and talk to you about the football. Then they maybe give you a wee one-liner or whatever. But <laughs> you know what it's like. Yeah. You know, they're great fun. And that's why, listen, Germany's going to be brilliant oh. because they've got Scottish supporters there. Quick break on my back. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get in touch with the team and they'll offer expert advice on effectively presenting your property. Let's go! Friday night, Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson, Peter Grant and looking forward to the weekend. I see David Turnbull's question whether his Celtic exit was down to other things. I listened to some of it this afternoon that midfielder said he enjoyed so much of his time but he left the champions with nothing but good memories. I'm not sure what the other things were, Peter. Started the season well, he's got some goals. You know what I've said on here, I'm, I was a supporter of his yeah. because I thought he could get goals from deep, especially when teams play as deep against a Celtic, you know, and you, he's a good striker of the ball. At, at times he didn't look as if he enjoyed himself as much as he said, and that's what I used to say, come on, you've just done the hardest thing in football, you've scored a goal, but you're running away, look miserable. And I'm not saying that was what he was like, no. and I don't know the boy, so... and I, But I always liked him, and I... I, I for me, I'd have kept him about, but I don't work with him every day. So Brendan sees him and coaches him every day. And it looked as if he was getting bypassed with other midfielders now. So I can see the reason why he moved on. Barry? His departure was down to game time. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that I think he's a very good player, David Turnbull. And he's at an age where he needs to get the chance to at least become a, a regular. Yeah. Um, and he'll go down to the Championship, which can't I'll tell you, he's a tough, tough league. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So his eyes will be open there because that's that's three games a week. I mean, yep. you're, you're Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Um, it's relentless down there. Yeah. Relentless. Wow. Um, but listen, I think he'll go down there and he'll prove to be a a good um, a good capture for Cardiff. Going to get your teams for the weekend. So Peter is yeah. Let's look at it. Yeah, the Asian Cup. We want to talk about that before the end of the program. Because uh, you both know somebody involved there. Yep. So who is going to win? Oh, did you reckon? <laughs> exactly the doc. How's oh, he doing? He's, Qatar. He's doing yeah. brilliant, and he's absolutely delighted um, that they're in the final. Great. I keep watching them on the telly. You know, and he's on that yep. pitch. I think he's telling the players to go down actually, right. so he can go on the oh, television. <laughs> but listen, yeah. I've got the cup final tomorrow. You know, they play tomorrow at three o'clock our time. So I'm hoping that they can go and win it. It's Jordan tomorrow. It's a big game. They've done a fantastic result against Iran the other night there, yeah. who are ranked much higher than Scotland. They're 21 in the world, I think, Iran, Good. actually. It was a really big result for them, so absolutely delighted for them. So hopefully they can go and win it. Barry, what would you say to If him? it's a dog, yeah. it's telling you, it's down to him that they're in the final. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no <laughs> doubt in my mind yeah. about that. Um, no, but listen, he'll, as you said, Granty, he'll be desperate for it to be on TV so you can see him. <laughs> Good luck to them. You know, yeah. he's, he's fake tan and... Yeah. He'll have his face all moisturised. I was going to say his hair's brushed, but he's got no hair. He's a former. Um, he was the doc at Rangers. Yeah, wasn't he? listen, yeah, he, great guy. Yeah, he was a brilliant doctor. I, I love working under him, and he's been a big help to me, even after football. Yeah, yeah. If I've had a few issues, yeah. yep, he sent me in the right direction. Same with my, my kids and anything you need family-wise, you can pick up the phone to him, and he'll he'll try and help whatever way possible. And um, it's the Afcon final as well. Calvin Bassey. He's been yep, uh, doing yep. so well. Nigeria. Yeah. And Lookman, I think, so far as a player of the tournament. Ah, I've right. talked about him having player of the tournament so far. You know, so it just shows you when some things don't go well for you and uh, you think, oh, it's not going to work out for me. Was it Everton he was at? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he goes away and he's done fantastically well. Anyway, good Everton. luck, Qatar. Uh, yeah. 
Good luck to them. He'll be buzzing with that. Brendan Rodgers <laughs> was asked about Ida, so his signing on loan last week scored a double midweek. No, I think, it, well, I think it's, it was important to get a, a level of player that can come in and contribute. That's his first 90 minutes for, for a long period of time. Um, <clears throat> what was really impressive was, in terms of these two penalties, uh, the composure and authority that he showed. And it's not easy because the time and the time lag between uh, him taking the, the first one for his first goal for the club and then the last one, which was going to be a um, uh, hopefully a winning goal, to, to score them with that authority was great. <clears throat> uh, in the actual game itself, just him coming to terms with how we want to press the game and how we want to run in behind. So he was constantly searching and got into some really good positions. So he's only going to get better. I've said that. and uh, But he has to keep pushing himself uh, because there's lots of players in the world of, that have talent, but you don't know their names because they're playing in parks somewhere all around different cities in the world. So he has a talent, but he has to keep ensuring that he works and works and uh, if he can do that then he'll be a real asset for us between now and the end of the season So what's your team tomorrow Peter? For Celtic? My team for yep. uh, Sunday Yeah for um, Sunday I'm yep. going to go for a strong side Paul um, Welsh I'm not sure is going to be fit because he'd go off the all night there sure. If he was fit I would yep. play him because I thought he started the game well he's never let Celtic down So if he's not fit it'd be Ralston Narofke Scales Bernabe because you've no other left back because if there were any other left back I'd have put Ralston to left back Yeah. then it'd be McGregor O'Reilly Bernardo in the middle of the pitch and I'd change up the front I would go Mieda one side Palmer yeah. the opposite side and Eda Ida Ida through the middle uh, so Kyle go back in the bench again and Palmer back in yeah yeah I, listen okay. I, I think not a badder uh, listen he never really done particularly well and I'm sure. a big I'm a big fan of yeah. his you know, I just thought the other night there, it, listen, we've spoken about it sure. many times, of there's course. so many things okay. going off. Yeah, but that's your lineup, Barry, would you disagree or agree with that lineup yeah, for Celtic? I yeah, think, what do you I reckon? I think he's going to go strong, there's, yeah. there's no doubt about sure. it. I mean, that'll, that'll be a tough one for, well, for Celtic, yep. yeah. so they need to go strong, they can't um, take any any chances, so, yeah, I can see going with that, with that team. Definitely, either up, up top. He'll be high in confidence, albeit it was two penalties, but two good penalties. That shows a bit of confidence. Mm -hmm. We'll see the length of the 110, year. Paul. I don't know if you remember, Barry, I don't Barry remember, too young. Rapid Vienna. Yep. I'd taken about 10 minutes to take the penalty and then sent the goalkeeper the wrong way and hit the post. Oh, yeah. And we won 3-0 and we went through and then we did, you play the game you and all out. that sort of stuff. Yep. How yep. tough that is when you're standing of the course, ball for that period right, of time. It was five minutes, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. What's your scoreline, Barry, for St Mirren against Celtic? St Mirren won Celtic 2 Right, so it could be quite a battle. Peter, what's your scoreline? I went for St Mirren nil, Celtic 2. OK, so you're not far apart. And let's hear Philippe Clement ahead of the game. Just we, we, I think we know Ben Davies, um, is he going to be back? I doubt if he's in. Barry, what's your team? Will I get your team first then? Yeah, well, um, let's go with us. I think he'll go with McCrory because he played in the last round. Right. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. he will give him another opportunity. He'll go Tav, Golson, Suter, Barisic, Jack... I'm unsure about Lundstrom, whether he might put Raskin in, but I'll go Lundstrom, Cantwell just in front, and I'll go with the new signing Cortez in the right, Silva and Scott right in the left, or vice versa, Scott right in the right and Cortez in the, the left. And scoreline, what do you think? 4 0 Rangers, 4 0. But full respect for Air United. Yeah, as you said. listen, yeah, I, I sure. think they'll go out strong and yeah. it's, it's still a very strong team. Um, look, he, he might go with Butland. I'm just going with McCrory because yeah. he obviously played in the last round sure. at Dumbarton and was was pretty decent to be fair Peter, scoreline? 
I went for 5-0 Rangers. I just think they've got that little bit between their teeth now. The boys are desperate to play. I don't, it'll be interesting to see who he starts up. Would he play Silva up the middle, do you think? I think he'll go play Dessers Silva. To get some goals, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's the only thing for me. There may be a question Dessers mark. Dessers played um, Tuesday night. Yeah, right. exactly. come on. He's, he's changed both yep. of them, roundabouts. So, so I'll, go with, as well. uh, I'll go with Silva. 5.30, that's the the big game tomorrow night on Viaplay. Morton Muller, what we talked about earlier, it's on the Beeb tonight. And then Sunday we mentioned St Mirren Celtic, Viaplay at two. And then Airdrie against Hearts. Upset there maybe, Barry, or or not, do you think? Again, I think it'll be another close one, but listen to that man in the Hearts sure. team. Lon Shanklin up top. I think Hearts will, will beat Airdrie 2-1. What do you reckon? I went for 2-0 but I'm hoping there's a, a goal in there for Airdrie because Big Todorov who I signed oh, yeah. is a fantastic boy and he's done yeah. exceptionally well the last few weeks and got a lot of goals for Airdrie so I hope he gets on the score sheet. Partick Thistle-Livy we're out of time really scoreline I'd have to ask you Peter what do you think? Partick 2-Livy 1 Wow Yeah I'm going to go with the Harry Rags yep. Right Yeah. yeah. So mm. and Kelly Co-Rangers I don't think anyone sees that 3-0 Kelly Yeah pretty convincing for Kelly Right, we mentioned Inverness earlier. Look, we're right out of time. Um, someone's been on um, from the Copy Road, born and bred there. I'm just looking. Stephen, his name is, and he was saying he enjoys the chat there. He used to sell the macaroon bars, all the rest oh, of it. I love macaroon. Ah, great, weren't they? Oh, I love oh, them. Too late now. He doesn't get to the games just now, but he loved it when, you know, the Celtic fans would come as well. He was there as a Rangers fan, mm-hmm. but there was a one end of the ground was for the opposition. So, listen, I hope they can all get back together, but he's enjoying it. Happy days, he's saying. Keep chatting about the football, and he's Stevie A. Good Rangers man, let's say, <laughs> from the Copey Road. <laughs> I read it, and then yeah. I wiped it out. <laughs> Cheers, Peter. Barry, thanks so much. No problem. Pleasure, Cheers. Paul. We're back on Monday at five, along with uh, Andy Walker, Barry and myself. Have a great weekend, everyone. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Unlock your potential and join the team recruiting real estate agents. Call 0141 374 Let's go! When it comes to selling your home, at Go Green Property, our aim is to get you the best possible results. And how do we do this? Simple, by giving you the best possible advice. From expert insights on preparing your home for selling to sharing our advice on the local property market, at Go Green Property, it's our job to achieve the best possible price as quickly as possible. Sell your home with Go Green Property. Call Glasgow 374 0409.